Well, hello everyone, it's Pam. It's time to chat. Time to Pammy's Chit Chat. So, pull up a chair. Whatever kind of seat you want. If you're in your car, you're in bed. I don't care. Just listen. I really don't like talking about Ivanka Trump, but I am going to talk about her for a very brief moment here because she was in Las Vegas. You know, if it weren't so dangerous for the country, their lies, their constant lies would be humorous, but they impact everyone. Bob Woodward clearly has tapes saying with Donald Trump saying how he knew how deadly COVID-19 was in the very beginning, in January, February, and that it was airborne and it was deadly. And he did nothing except finally closed some travel into the country. But Ivanka, who has the audacity to say that he took actions, unprecedented actions, to get control of it, when no one else would, when no one else on the hood or, or the hood, the hill, or elsewhere were taking it seriously. Actually, by mid-March, many of us were. And we haven't pretty much left. I'm talking about people that have taken it seriously and that haven't listened to their leader, Trump. Uh, he was uh, he had a big rally in Sanford, Florida. We're never going to get out of this. Florida is never going to get out of it. The United States is never going to get out of it as long as these... I, I don't even have a word for them, but... For her to, to, why is she even speaking? Why is she even there? The nepotism of it all through these years, it makes my head want to explode. Never before has a, a person in politics been able to get away with all of these things. And they're, they intend to keep on. And they're going to get their Supreme Court, the Republicans are going to get their Supreme Court person in there to make sure that the election is thrown to the Supreme Court again. And Donald Trump and his all of his enablers will have another four years to continue to wreck this country and the economy. But the fact that Ivanka Trump can actually, and she did have trouble actually articulating the word when she said revisionist history, except through the lens of revisionist history. She had trouble saying revisionist. Um, I don't think it's the American people that are looking through that lens. Ivanka, I think perhaps it could be you and all of your idiotic ne'er-do-wells. I want to talk about something funny that happened in Louisiana. It could have been really bad, but an 11-year-old child over the weekend somehow scored the keys to a school bus and took a Louisiana cops on a ride for 45 minutes. He hit, he ended up hitting a tree. He wasn't hurt. No one was hurt. Could have been. He hit three, under, three other vehicles all during the ride. He was flipping off the the cops. It's it's funny and it's not funny. First of all, where were the keys? Where were the people in charge of the keys of this school bus? But um, why didn't they um, like do something such as uh, 
you know, remember Speed, the movie Speed, where they got somebody, you know, close enough, and they got somebody on there and dropped down through the, the top of the, <laughs> the school bus? I mean, have they not seen Speed? There's a way to, to get into that bus. But all is well. The kid's okay. I'll tell you what gets under my skin about people cheating uh, when one is married and one is not married. Uh, if everyone's married, everyone's consenting, everybody's doing everything, okay, fine and dandy. But um, when celebrities are cheating, it always comes out the same way. No matter if it's the man or the woman, the woman will always be blamed. It's really, really weird. If the woman is married and she's cheating, then, you know, she's going to get blamed. Um, you're all cheaters and you're all creeps. So, you know, but in this case, it's Lily James who played Rose on Downton Abbey. She played a Cinderella. Um, cheat away, people. Live your life. Do your thing. It makes and mean no difference. But here's what always happens. They're, they're coming after Lily. Lily is not the one married. She was cheating with her the co-star of her current movie, some movie. Dominic West is her co-star, and he's married. He's quite a bit older than her. He actually plays her father in this film they're making together. And Dominic is married and I think has four children. And But they're coming for Lily. It's like... Um, and, and to be honest with you, I saw the photos that, that, that uh, have, that, to me, it, it looks like a huge publicity stunt. It, it, it truly does. He's there, I think, in Rome, and, and uh, yeah, they are in Rome, and he's, he, they're having lunch outdoors right in front of, the, you know, God and everybody, uh, paparazzi, anybody that wanted to take their picture. And he's, like, kissing her neck. He kissed her neck. It's hard to, to see. But um, it just looks like a huge publicity stunt. Would we be talking about either of them or this film that they're making? I truly doubt it. I truly do doubt it. Uh, Kanye West is still trying to make the presidential thing happen. Uh, and he is trying to lock up the rights to a phrase for him. Uh, yeah, it's God Save America. Yeah, I, I, I want all this nonsense to stop. I really do. This is too serious. Um where we are in, in the country and what's going on, the nonsense really does need to stop. And we need, we need to get real and we need, to, uh, we need to do our part. And Oprah Winfrey, in conjunction with Beto O'Rourke, I'm a fan of Beto. I mean, I hope he goes places. I truly do. Um, his organization, in, in partnership with uh, Oprah, in par partnership with Beto, uh, his uh, group, PoweredByPeople.org. I like that very much. But she was, she's calling voters in Texas to try to get them uh, to vote. She's on the phone calling people in Texas to try to get them to vote. Texas will never go. Uh, they had this incredible Democratic governor one time, and I met her because of my older sister, uh, it was all my older sister's doing. My sister had a meeting with Ann Richards, and I was out in the waiting area, waiting for my sister's a, a, a business meeting. But before it was all said and done, she knew how much I wanted to meet her, and she asked Ann Richards to, to, to come out, and Ann and, and Richards did. And uh, it was it was a, a remarkable, remarkable time. But basically, um, someone in Texas... Uh, texted me about a flash mob in Frisco, Texas that happened 
for Biden and Harris. <clears throat> and I was in shock. I couldn't believe it. I do know a lot of people in Texas that are Democrats. I do. I have a lot of friends there. And they are not your stereotypical uh, Republican Texan with all of this swagger. And they're, they're tremendously educated, smart, fantastic people. So I don't want to brush this with this broad stroke thing because that's not fair. It's really not fair. But there is a lot of... Uh, you, you're talking. You're looking at Ted Cruz, who keeps getting in. Uh, so you know there's stuff. <laughs> there's stuff going on. Um, the thing that is really troublesome is how the governor of Texas has shut down the polling places where people, in, like in uh, Harris County, which is Houston, one place uh, to to drop ballots, and it it got overruled, and then another judge put it back into place. So they're 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 really trying to um, to do everything they can to to throw this uh, election to the Republicans. They they truly are. So thank you, Oprah, for for doing the doing the uh, the good work politically. Um, so many things going on around us. We live uh, we are we are blue living in a red state. Gary and I. But we, where we live, our, there's a little circle of uh, of Democrats, and so, uh, but there's a, there really is a lot of uh, flash mob things. That's what brought up the thing, the person that shared the fact that there was a flash mob uh, about by, for Biden and Harris in Frisco, Texas. Frisco is a, a bedroom community to Dallas. <laughs> you know, basically, is really what it is. Plano, Frisco, Allen, all of those are north. Uh, a suburban area, heavily, uh, heavily populated, uh, and uh, pretty much a, a bedroom community in many ways to Dallas. Uh, so lots of stuff going on in Texas to try to uh, circumvent uh, easy voting. But I, let's talk about leggings. <laughs> let's talk about something really important. Everything has been pushed. Sports have been pushed. I talked a lot about sports. Oh, uh, by the way, update on the quarterback. For the Dallas Cowboys, his ankle, broken ankle surgery is successful. So there you go. But I'm going to talk about sports just for a split second here. Um, the French Open tennis match uh, was won by uh, a, a winner named uh, Iga, I-G-A. Uh, she's 19 years old and uh, a very young winner. But because it got pushed, the weather got, got cooler. And so leggings... Leggings came to the French Open. How about that? Leggings will never die. I have them. Uh, there's nothing more comfortable uh, when you're traveling than leggings, pretty much. If you want something a little more stylish, I mean, sure, you can throw on sweatpants and <laughs> all of that. But stylish, I'm not talking about the kind you go to yoga class in. I'm talking about stylish leggings. Um, they're never going to die. because, and But they're not pants. Leggings are not pants. Cover up your ass, ladies. I mean, wear a shirt long enough that comes in. That's why I buy tunics and this and that and things that you can wear. Uh, I don't care what your figure, I don't care how fantastic your figure is. That's it's not a good look. Not a good look. <laughs> Cover it up. Bring something down low over. That's just my opinion. Do what you want to. Uh, I'm just saying uh, what I want. Um, Margaret Thatcher, happy birthday to her today. 
she is uh, no longer with us. She passed away in 2013. Gary and I, another person, another icon we got to meet. Tiny woman. The Iron Lady, uh, I've talked about her before on the podcast. Tiny, tiny woman. And, and uh, saucy. <laughs> uh, we were uh, at an event with her. It was actually a, a meet and greet, a party with her where you got to just, you know, hang out. And uh, I'm telling you, you know, a very, very small in stature, but big in attitude. I mean, I wouldn't have wanted to cross her, I'll tell you. Meeting her, she was nice and friendly, and uh, people were thanking her for you know, what she did and what she has, had, had done in her career and about from the, the American perspective because it was, it was actually, uh, she was in this country. Uh, she said, don't thank me, thank Reagan. <laughs> I mean, very curt. Um, nice, nice, but just a, a powerful woman in a, in a really small baggage. Uh, it's also Paul Simon's birthday. He's 79. Remember Melinda Dillon? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I didn't look this up, to you the truth. I'm going to be honest here. I believe she played the mother uh, of the little boy in uh, Close Encounters. She's 81 today. 81. I mean, what? <laughs> um, Billy Bush, you know, Billy Bush, part of the Bush family, uh, was uh, part of all of that Trump leak tape um, uh, that really should have stopped him from being elected, that one thing alone, and there have been so much more, it's not even funny, he's 49 today, and here's what happened, he lost his job and career, like so many other people involved with Trump, and uh, Trump then became a resident of the land, and uh, no rules apply to him at all. Gary and I tried to find a new park yesterday. We were looking for new things to do, so we went south. We have great parks and great places to go in our in our neck of the woods. Uh, Juno, uh, Jupiter, uh, if you keep going, uh, um, it's about an hour away, but Melbourne Beach. But um, we're trying to find places that are a little bit closer that are new because, you know, you get desperate <laughs> for new places to go where you can mask up and people will distance and um, and you can have a, a, a nice little picnic or, or, or whatever. Many of the of the places do not allow you to have wine, which is a, just a damn shame, isn't it? But um, so we tried. We tried a new park in the Lantana uh, part. It's just south of us. Not not far. Not far at all. Uh, and part of the drive was absolutely lovely because we, we took uh, Interstate 95, but then, and, and we got rained on. Every time we're on I-95, it rains. But then we, you know, the way it works in Florida because of the design of the, of the, of the state, um, being the, the peninsula, but any kind of coastal city, even in Texas or, or Georgia or these other places, pretty much when you actually get into coastal cities, the major thoroughfares do not run toward the beaches. They run perpendicular to the beaches, and then you have to take other little highways and byways to get over. To That's the way it is in any, any beach area. They, they take you through these little towns and a lot of lights and so forth, but uh, we came back, we, we went on alternate A1A, um, 
all of these uh, these streets are named US 1, alternate A1A, A1A, Federal Highway, Old Dixie Highway, and they all merge and run into each other, and it's complete craziness. But some of the areas, as we came back north through Manalapan and and Lantana, uh, was an absolutely beautiful drive. And then when we got into the not beautiful part, we we went ahead and, and, and uh, darted on over to I-95 and came home. We will not be going back to that park. We were completely unimpressed, did not like it. We did not like one single thing about it. Um, I'm kind of desperate for things to watch. So I, I'm burned out on absolutely everything. But so and, and I'm an insomniac. I've always, my entire life, even as a child, had trouble sleeping, which you've heard about a lot if you are a regular listener to my podcast. Um, I just don't easily go to sleep. It just is not. I, internally, I'm afraid I'm going to miss something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I do try to be respectful of Gary. He has no trouble, typically. When he has trouble sleeping, it's really rare. So I have my my headphones and my iPad and kind of shield the light from from him uh, so that it doesn't bother him when he's trying to sleep. But um, I'm so burned out on everything. But I try to find things that are more quiet in nature. I cannot tell you how many times I fell asleep to Friends reruns streaming. Um, I I. I can't think of anything more boring uh, than Friends reruns, but you just sleep put me right out. Yeah, then I'd wake up a little bit and turn it off, and you know, then I'd wake up and turn it back on. It's a it's a cycle. <laughs> um, but then they took it off streaming, and so then I I've, I've been watching Sex in the City because it's kind of the same way. They do have they have actually very good music on Sex in the City episodes. I like their music as a rule, uh, but it's not too noisy. Uh, so it uh, can lull me to sleep. But now I'm to the point of I'm, I'm saying the dialogue with them through the sixth season. So the other night I decided I would watch Guarding Tess, which I saw when it came out at the theater with my very dear friend who's no longer with us. She passed away a few years ago. Her name was Barbara. And she and I had a regular movie night. We had a girls' night where we went out to eat and... We did a movie, and we did it every single week for a number of years, and I mean, a, a, a really a number of years. And uh, I miss her because she gave me a hard time about so much, and it was so in a in a loving way, uh, and uh, never mean spirited, never. Uh, but I saw this movie, uh, uh, Guarding Tess, with her when it came out. And so I thought, well, okay, I'm going to watch, uh, because I watched First Ladies. I'm going to talk about that on a on, on another, in depth a little bit, on another podcast, because I do want to, I do want to talk about it a little bit in depth. But uh, uh, it made me want to want to see her, because she is, uh, uh, Shirley MacLaine plays Tess, and she is uh, the wife of a former president, she lives in Ohio, and it's the story of Nicolas Cage as her agent in charge of taking care of her. And he mentions in the movie, uh, they have a, a love-hate relationship. It's a, it's, a, it's a good, you know, it's, a, it's an okay movie. Um, that she can refuse uh, protection, Secret Service protection. So it made me wonder, uh, she can refuse it at any time. And the families can 
And so we're paying for God knows how much for the Trump family in protection of that massive family they have, which they can refuse the protection. But it, here's what made me wonder, and this is a, a theoretical question that popped in my head watching guarding tests. Theoretical. Keep that in mind. Theoretically, if a president or a former president were to go to the big house, slam city, if they were to go to prison, Attica, 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 you know, sing, sing, you know, hell, Alcatraz, it's, it's a, <laughs> they can still close those doors. It may be a tourist trap. I've been there. I've seen it. Um, okay. If they go to the big house, what happens to their secret service? Because they have protection till their dying day, these former presidents. Do they go to Slam City with them to keep them, you know, to keep the bubbas away from them? I don't know. Just wondering. It's a theoretical question. Think about it. Think about it. Let me know what you think. In the meantime, continue to do good things, even if they're small. Wear the mask, no matter who is going to major events without them. They're important and they're respectful to your fellow man, your fellow woman, your fellow human. Wear the mask. Be kind, but don't be a pushover. Stand your ground about your own beliefs. Visit us at NorthPalmBeachLife.com and our YouTube channel by the same name. Gary also writes for a site called all Things Cruise, you can see some of his writing there. He has recently written for them as well. Keep it, keep, you know, keep it real, but keep on keeping on. Keep your chin up. We appreciate you. Stay with me.